weekend. Now, Ukraine's President Zelensky, he's threatened potential prosecutions of local officials if there is any repeat of the failure to open air raid shelters that contributed to the deaths of three people in Kyiv on Thursday. A nine-year-old girl, her mother and another woman died after trying to use a shelter during a Russian missile strike, only to find that it was closed. Mr Zelensky said the shelters had to be accessible 24 hours a day. While this was the scene in Kyiv, a subway station there as fresh Russian airstrikes triggered countrywide alerts overnight. The Ukrainian government says 36 drones and missiles were shot down in and around the capital. Our correspondent James Waterhouse has the latest from Kyiv. A colleague filmed some of the air defences working last night and it's almost a bizarre fireworks display where you can see projectiles flying across the sky lighting up the area in this deep orange at times and this is the kind of cocktail people are having to sleep with at night where you have the air raid sirens followed by explosions it's a disturbed night for so many people where they are urged to go down to the shelters and it seems yesterday uh, that three people were died because of uh, a public air raid shelter being locked and this has uh, President Zelensky didn't hold back with his criticisms of Vitaly Klitschko, uh, who is the mayor of Kiev. These two are not exactly political allies. They're both very different beasts with different loyalties uh, and different priorities. And President Zelensky said, look, we thought we had Russia, but it turns out we have internal enemies as well. Vitaly Klitschko has just responded, in short saying, yes, I'm responsible but it's the president who installed the district officials who are responsible for uh, the air raid shelter. So, yes, I'm responsible, but it's not my fault, was, the, was the, the crux of his response. So there's quite an ugly bit of political fallout from what was a, a deeply tragic incident where three people, including a mother and her nine-year-old daughter, were killed from falling debris as they tried to take cover. And as you say, Russia seems to be sticking with it seems to be uh, being relentless with its strategy of targeting ukrainian cities and you know there's always the danger for people that they get used to these sirens but as we can see there are times when innocent people can find themselves you know on the on the on the, on the sharp end of this destruction yeah, particularly if uh, some of those attacks come during daylight hours, which seems to be perhaps a new tactic, doesn't it, James? Um, and just while we have you, what do you make of what we heard there from America's top diplomat, Antony Blinken, speaking in Finland? Uh, and he said a strong Ukraine, one in control of its own territory, really has to be a prerequisite for any sort of talks with Russia. And he's warned against maybe perhaps uh, a bit of compromise, that idea that there might be a fake settlement, a fake peace deal uh, or a fake ceasefire. What how is that being viewed where you are? I think that's, a, uh, that's an emphasis, really, an emphasising of Ukraine's long-standing position. What President Zelensky believes is that if you make any kind of territorial concession to Russia, he says, then there are no guarantees that Vladimir Putin will stop just there. It, it essentially rewards the illegal invasion of Ukraine. Uh, and, you know, if Russia has any kind of physical foothold in Ukraine, then it, then it, gives, it gives likelihood to the chance of further aggression down the line. So it's a stance that Kiev hasn't really moved on. Um, but there are also 
military realities here. There's a counter-offensive that's getting much talked about, much anticipated, much hoped for. But the chances of Ukraine repelling Russia completely, as it would dearly love to do, remain slim at this moment in time for the simple reason it is still the underdog and Russia has extensively dug in in anticipation of such a Ukrainian attack. But I think what Ukrainian forces will be hoping to do is put Moscow in a difficult enough position that it may well make some kind of concession. But the path to any kind of compromise, any kind of deal, as, as of the last 15 months, is, is still unclear. Um, but I certainly, I don't think we're going to see a change in the official stance of Ukraine of, of surrendering any kind of, of, of territory, because what President Zelensky wants to do is not just win this war, which is repelling Russia completely in his eyes, but also securing Ukraine's long-term security on issues of joining the NATO alliance, for example, or the European Union. But he's failed to get any kind of concrete guarantees, aside from platitudes such as Ukrainian, Ukraine belongs in these, in these blocks, but we're not going to say when. There's our correspondent there in Kyiv, uh, James Waterhouse, with the latest on those attacks overnight and the implications and the diplomacy that's going on right around the world right now.